Oh, sorry, I didn't know. You kid, know you kid. Uh, are we on? Andy, we we're, we're good. Yeah, I have to ask. Is that your, is that your virtual background, or is that actually your van behind yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm just hanging. Or is it both? Right now, it's, yeah. It's, oh, really? Andy is literally in, <laughs> literally in Utah right now at this moment, just outside. It's, it's incredibly bright there for for this time of day. I, I have to say, it'd be uh, six yeah. o'clock there. Sunsets at yeah. seven fifteen. Yeah, fun That's fact: true. this is actually uh, this is actually Kansas to the background right here. Oh, is that oh, really? Is, is that Mount yeah. Sunflower? No, it's uh, uh, what's it called? Monument Rocks. That's is it right really? here now? Yeah, I, I have Ooh, to ask now. Yeah, no, it's called. Uh, this meeting is being recorded. It's Monument <laughs> Rocks. Yeah, Monument Rocks is the name of it. It's about six hours east of here. Uh, it's about an hour. It's, so if you go all the way to Colby, Kansas, you would just get off right there on the highway and then just go like south for about 30 minutes into the middle of just farmland. And then you just hit this random formation of like limestone, basically. That's It's really cool. Wow. I definitely would recommend it. Yeah. Had absolutely no idea anything like that existed yep. in Kansas. It's one of the many like secret like wonders of Kansas, but they probably like one of two <laughs> wonders of Kansas, basically. But yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty don't, sweet. Don't you discount the um? I can't even remember what this place. The is called. what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The uh. But don't you discount Nell Hills? Nell Hills. Don't you uh? Don't you the discount those? Is it called the Nell Hills? The Flint out in Western Hills. <laughs> the Flint. <laughs> The Flint yeah. Hills. Don't you yeah. don't you discount those? Yeah, uh, they are gorgeous to look at for the olive. Beautiful rolling hills. Yeah, twenty yeah, yeah. minutes that you get to drive past them, maybe. Yeah, and then like the Flint Hills as a monument in Kansas is a place that people are like. Oh, it's so beautiful. The Flint Hills are so underwhelming as a monument that you don't even realize you're looking at the Flint Hills until two minutes before you leave. Like, oh, so that was the Flint Hills. Hey, it's Brianna. She's joining us. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi! Hey, um, everyone knows Brianna uh, from one of the episodes we did uh, before, but uh, Andy uh, named Lost Fox here, Brianna. This is my good friend, Andy. Andy, Brianna. Yes. Um, um, Brianna, board. by the way. Brianna. Brianna. Jeez, Max. Oh, my God. Embarrassing. I know Apparently, you didn't oh know Oh, my her. God. This is embarrassing because I know it's Brianna, and I know she's told me she's that she fine. hates being called Brianna. So that's uh uh that's a big slip up by me. Uh Jordan, we'll have to edit that out and uh we'll just no. um Brianna. No. Brianna, of course. Um thank you that for uh, coming aboard. Um yeah, thanks for having me. I like that everybody's no. wearing hats. You know, we uh I oh, sent what? out a memo and I guess I missed I guess I missed uh uh um you missed your old memo the the fact that everyone <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I forgot to put it there that uh, we all were going to be wearing hats. And I think we all just decided to uh, just right. subconsciously that we were going to do that. So uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate this is, that. This is what happens when you can't get a haircut for over two months. Yeah, it's a with me. I've, I've considered just going in the backyard and, and, and just straight up shaving it. Just to, just to I'm kind of there with you. I'm, I'm starting to get into that phase that I was in in junior high where I was like, I'm going to grow this out. And yeah. I'm forced into this. And last time it did not work out very well. So I'm a little nervous with what happens this time. 
You just got to be like me and start losing it. Then it forces you to shave it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can you teach me your, your secrets, Jordan? <laughs> One way or the other. Hey, man. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> just be stressed out a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. Um, Max, how's someone... your dog? That's uh, what I about. Obi. Obi is doing well. Um, he's in the phase right now of when, we're ta- when we take him on walks that all he wants to do is... Um, sniff and eat things um mm-hmm. and i'm tr- trying to keep him from doing that because that's super yeah. annoying because like now like he just started this this past week he used to be like up and walking in front of us and now he like lags behind to the point where i'm pulling him because he just <laughs> like keeps stopping and sniffing and eating things and it's just um you know absolutely ridiculous but yeah no he's doing well he's doing well he's a big boy he's uh he's yeah He's growing, uh, but I think hopefully he's done because our house is tiny and we can't have that much more. We don't we don't have room for much more dog at this point. So, uh, but how's your dog doing now that he's now great? That we've, yeah, yeah. He ate an ornament yesterday, so that was fun. Like a uh, Christmas ornament? Yeah, my roommate had a Christmas ornament somewhere in her room, like a little one, and he oh, ate it. Oh, okay, okay. So that came out today. That oh, was a good time um but he's very sweet he's running around and probably destroying something right now he doesn't behave but i love him yeah and he's very hey, small but he really is, causes a lot of terror isn't he still a puppy too yeah well he's like seven months which the vet said that that's like adult but if that's adult he's like a terrible adult so yeah yeah obi Obi is eight months old, and yeah, he is super irresponsible if he's an adult now. Uh, definitely would be still living with his parents in some capacity, I imagine. Uh, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but no. he would be like the guy who, who, I feel like Obi would be right now, if this is who he was as an adult, I don't know, I feel like he'd be the lazy, like doesn't do anything for himself type of guy besides eat and yeah. um, play video games all day and then uh you know uh, that's that's what i get from him my um, question but, is know, takes after me love, then so uh <laughs> i know that you love him my question is do you ever think about like murdering him because i will say during quarantine i thought yes. about maybe euthanizing him early all the time in life yeah <laughs> yeah wow yeah uh <laughs> listen i'm just there's... saying he wouldn't even mm. know what's coming <laughs> i think i think I every that's true every, I think every puppy owner at some point goes, wow, do I actually hate my dog? Um, yeah. Or do I actually care for this creature? And, <laughs> you know, it's all about finding that balance. You know, you got to find that balance in life. And you got to find that balance between hating and loving your dog. And eventually it'll all even out. Um, I actually mm-hmm. have a, Tim and I have a, <laughs> a friend group that actually, a friend, uh, a couple rather, that uh, actually Googled within the first three months of owning their pet, what to do if you hate your dog. And, and uh, uh, because they were at that point uh, with their, their Australian shepherd that they weren't sure uh, what they've gotten themselves into, but um, <laughs> slowly evened out there. Um, good, good, but yeah, um, well guys, this is the uh, Cinemaxic podcast. Welcome aboard uh, for a brand new episode we skipped last week originally planning to uh do a a live stream last week but we ended up deciding to take a little more time to see if we could get this um i don't know a little more ironed out before we uh went live with it but thank you guys so much for joining uh who wants to hear me do the at the the role the first the the title 
Who, who I don't. Everyone. Do it. Okay. All right. How many times? Have Jordan do it. Have Jordan do it. Jordan sub in and do it. Um, this is cinematic. Um, yeah. We have we have guests on this week. <laughs> or common room. We're doing the common room, right? I have. Yeah, I've been reading Harry Potter. We've yeah the the common room's coming up. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and do this thing on today's episode of Cinemaxic. We have guests. Brianna mm-hmm. and Andrew Shepard, the Lost Fox himself, on for our very first live streamed episode of the Cinemaxic podcast. Here to talk about all things movies and movie news. We're going to talk about that new Capone, 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 I don't know how you say his name, Al Capone trailer with Tom Hardy. And we're going to talk Dune. And that's pretty much it because there's not much more news, movie news out there. So we're going to maybe throw around some topics, have some fun, ask what it's like for Andy to live in a van, ask what it's like to host a Fem Film Podcast, you know, lots of fun things are coming up, and it's time to dive in. This is the Cinemaxic Podcast. And that's where we paused a little bit for there, and then we got it. We're good. So, um, thank you. That's, um, it's become second nature. For me <laughs> at this point um so many episodes in um as always i'm your host max Lita at max fozzy uh joined today by of course jordan katzer jake katz tim reichmuth at tim trist it's me our guest host today andrew shepherd at lost fox creative mm-hmm. and brianna at b Dusen on <laughs> instagram which I thought we were going to have, how did, how do, uh, did I pronounce your last name right? I just realized I've never pronounced it in front of you before. <laughs> you did, Van Dusen. There's Van. Dusen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Good job. You got so, the last name, which is Dutch, but you didn't get the first name, which is I did it. I think it, you know, okay. I, I, I think it was just like going back and forth in my head that <laughs> I was like, I knew you liked to be called one way Brianna. And then I think I was just like, stumbled over it and now i'm just never gonna forget myself so i actually didn't know how to pronounce your last name until 35 seconds ago so oh. <laughs> i always just thought it was like ladam i actually prefer it with a more french sounding mm-hmm. ladam even though it's this a german a german thing but i i do prefer ladam so when someone <laughs> mispronounces it that way i don't bother correcting them um, i'm like oh that's fine actually i actually quite like that that's rather nice um so yeah, guys, uh, as uh, as a movie podcast, I don't know how often you guys listen. I know Andy is an avid listener, but uh, we usually start off the podcast with basically uh, how we're all doing and uh, what we watched this week. So uh, without further ado, guys, what did we watch this week? Did we watch anything uh, anything new on, on quarantine lockdown? I've watched a lot of movies. You have? I have. Tim, I watched- what did you watch? uh i'll start off with parasite uh i watched parasite i'm kind of upset about that uh i rented it on amazon and then the next day realized it's free on hulu so Um, for anyone who has hulu uh go there and watch it it's a very interesting movie though the first 45 minutes is pretty funny with just how everything falls into play with how uh um well basically the premise is for any of those that haven't seen it um a kid who's kind of down or his family's down on their luck um gets a job as a tutor for this rich family and so 
he starts tutoring this girl to um, be able to read and write English. And then slowly they have this master plan to get his family starting to work for the same family. And then the next thing you know, his entire family is working for him. And just kind of seeing that fall together was really, really funny and really cool. Um, and then it just gets absolutely crazy towards the end. And it's, oh, I had to pause it multiple times. It was so suspenseful um, with just every little thing that's happening. And you're, you're thinking they're going to get found out. And um, I really enjoyed the movie. I would definitely put it in my top 10 from last year. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, you should check it out. Um, oh, but that, that movie is fantastic. So go watch it on Hulu. Okay. Don't rent it. Don't run it. Watch it on Hulu. Save your money. You subscribe to Hulu and you watch it there. <laughs> yes. Don't you even think about doing any other method of watching it. Um, Don't make okay. my mistake. Anything else, Dan, that you watched or uh, uh, everything else we've covered before? I'm trying to think. I've watched a lot because, I mean, there's obviously nothing to do right now. Um, mm. Come back to me. I, need, I, was, I was going over this. So I knew this was going to happen. Now I'm blanking again. It's all right. You're only in front of a live audience of three or four people. <laughs> this, this is the first time. I'm normal, I'm used to only being with you and Tanner, where Tanner's videos is always off and uh, your video is off as well. Oh, yeah. By the way, for our uh, listeners, Tanner isn't here today. Just want to throw that in there. Tanner's gone. Uh, he, he he let us know about a minute before the podcast that he wasn't going to be able to make it. It's no big deal. Tanner, people are really busy during quarantine, Max. We're all he's, we're he, also you know, busy. Oh, you're right. He's got a jam-packed schedule, and uh, I have to understand that. I'm actually lucky. I was lucky to get any of you on here, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm just glad we were able to make it work. Yeah, uh, I had some plans in the in the park actually that <laughs> I had to cancel. So thanks. Um, no, I remembered well, another movie I watched. Real quick, I quit all three of my jobs to be here. So oh, there we go. Wow, dedication. If I, quit, I mean, lost. <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry. Okay. We shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> oh, girls, the, I got stimulated. The great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah I've been I'm still waiting for my check. I've been sarcastically <laughs> saying thanks, Donnie, every single time I look at, like, I talk about the stimulus check. Like, I really care about <laughs> Donald Trump at all. Oh, God. Um, oh, the great terror of America right now. Am I right? Am I right? Um, real quick, though. Just because I want to, I want to bring this up. Uh, Jay, how many live streamers are we sitting at right now? How many people viewing? We got uh, two, uh, three? five, five total. Well, we have five. One of them is me oh, because one, one of them is me podcast. because I am is currently watching the check audio. So hey, we send me that link. Have YouTube open. <laughs> oh no, Jordan's dropping pump, out. Pump the numbers. Pump the numbers. Am I dropping out? You're dropping out. I think Max. You're dropping out. Uh, oh oh boy. I can still hear you. It's just your video. You're stuck in a, a it's very a awkward great position. Sunday, stop on, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we lost your video. We have lost him altogether. Not only is yeah. Oh, no. Actually, it may run better this way. Okay. <laughs> um, I remembered another movie I watched. Have either of you seen or any of you seen Sing Street? Sing Street? Sing Street? Sing Street. Mm -hmm. No. So... It's uh, it's a small, smaller budget movie. Um, it's about a kid that goes to this Catholic school the recording in Ireland. Has stopped. Okay. Oh, uh, and we lost <laughs> the recording. That's okay. So we're not live streaming anymore, are we? Yeah, we are. We're good. Oh, so we're not doing it through Zoom. Okay. No, we're not doing um, it. 
so Sing Street is about a kid that goes to a Catholic school. Um, his family's kind of kind of poor, so they have to move some things around. It's by jo John Carney. So the same guy that did Once. Um, that was a really popular film, late 2000s. Yeah. And then Begin Again with Mark Ruffalo Ooh, and Karen I love Eiley. Begin Again. I need to see that. So that's, that's next on my list. But um, this has Lucy Boynton in it, um, Aiden Gillen, Jack Rayner. Um, but essentially, it's, it's about a, a young kid that goes to the school and initially starts by getting bullied. And then he meets a lot of friends. And to impress this girl, um, Lucy Boyden, they put a band together. Um, and they're actually a really good band. So um, it's essentially about the story of kind of his family life sort of falling apart, him trying to, you know, impress this girl and, and making a name for himself. Um, and his brother, Jack Rayner, is the guy that is kind of, um, as they say in the movie, the one that paved the way for him. So he's the one that kind of failed for his brother to succeed. So it's a really good heartwarming story about this kid that, you know, you know, kind of starts from nothing and then, and then uh, makes his way to the top and then eventually, you know, um, I guess accomplishes his dreams. Maybe watch it you'll find out um but it's a very good movie the music is fantastic it's a very good story um it's worth the watch it's free on voodoo with ads so if you guys download voodoo you can watch it for free um but i mean it's one of those movies that'll make you feel you know happy inside especially during these times because um it's just an overall good movie but i had never heard of it my roommate drew loves this movie and he's like oh we have to watch it so of course we decided to watch it and uh it, it did not disappoint. I gave it a four okay. and a half out of five. So good rating. That's pretty good. Nice. It's not bad. High rating. <laughs> it's not bad. I watched two Wes Anderson films over the last few days. Ooh, so which one? I've never seen. I've never seen Bottle Rocket, his first film. So I haven't seen that one. Bottle Rocket. Ooh, it's good. It's weird because it's like not Wes Anderson style in that he was definitely like figuring out his style. So there's little pieces of it that are very much within his wheelhouse, but then a lot of it is kind of just like a caper comedy, but it's got Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson in it and it and James Caan. And it's so funny. Like, I feel like it's very difficult to laugh out loud at movies when you're watching them alone, but I was laughing out loud like the whole time. And then I watched Royal Tenenbaums for the first time last night. I'd never seen it, even though I love Wes Anderson. That's a good one so good so good like so heartwarming and so sweet so mm -hmm. yeah I feel like all of us you know some movies are like a little bit dark and off but so sweet always so yeah he's he's got an interesting style for sure i yeah i haven't i haven't hated any movies he's made so far i think the last one no. i saw from him was isle of dogs Ugh. and that was that one was bizarre um <laughs> but World Tenenbaums, that movie, that movie's hilarious. I, I enjoy directors like that because him and Quentin Tarantino kind of have the same style where they get the same actors in every single movie. Mm, mm -hmm. And so he really plays off their their skill set very well. And yeah. they work and well. So like, like, it's very aesthetics driven, which I love. So like exactly. every scene is so set up and it feels like it came directly out of his head. So Exactly. A good couple of movies over the last couple of days. But I also watched Contagion during this outbreak. So that was a weird choice. <laughs> it seems like everyone's making that choice. On, at least on Everyone. Netflix, like when you see like the top movies. Like, Is that the yeah. one with Dustin Hoffman? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. 
what am I thinking of? There's another one with Dustin Hoffman. But so what, what, what's it about other than a contagious virus, I assume? That's truly what it's about. Just the response oh. that the world would have to it. And Matt Damon's like a dope ass dad that's just taking care of business. And then you're truly just watching the CDC come up with a cure. I don't know why it's interesting for everybody, but it's really interesting. Who who made it? It was I can't remember who it was, who the director was. I always want to say David Fincher, but I feel like that's not right. It is Soderbergh. Steven Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I wanted to really get it before you could. (laughs) (laughs) You beat it. It's like the it's like the game beat Google. (laughs) You did it. So did it make it, did it make uh, this situation worse, better, or about the same? They cured it, but like, it was like a 95% death rate in that movie. So, I mean, most of the world perished. So we're really doing fine in terms of our world. Yeah. We're killing it so far. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he's back. Max. You made it, Max. Waiting for your audio to join, Max. We're back. We we are back. Um, (laughs) Figured out what happened. Uh, was connected to the old VPN uh, for, mm. work, for work, and then the VPN disconnected, and then everything went to shit. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, uh, we left off to how many streamers we had, and I thought it was just all five of us. Were being... <laughs> as soon as you left, yeah. we tripled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going back down again. Bad for numbers. Um, I don't even know where we left off. We were talking about that, and then one thing led to the other. Okay, well, Tim, you talked about what you watched this week. Who wants to uh, go next? Andy, what'd you watch this week? Sure. I mean, yeah, I haven't watched it yet this week, but I've been working out to it because it is like my go-to like movie whenever I just want to like dive into a good film. It's uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. It was made in, I actually, I pulled it up on IMD here because I just, all the facts about it, I forget. Every this time. meeting yeah. is being recorded. It's made in 2017. Uh, director Koganada. It's just one name. Um, and like, it's the most, it has John Cho from, uh, what's the Harold and Kumar go to what are white, white castle, castle. Yeah. yeah 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 so it's him and then Haley Lou Richardson and like it's just the most beautiful like cine- like cinematography wise it's beautiful um it, it, the film is about like a city that it's hard to describe because like it's based on a real place Columbus um Indiana I think it's mm-hmm. not the Ohio one uh, uh it's a much smaller mm-hmm. one but basically during I think it's like the 70s or 60s uh just a bunch of like new wave architects moved to this little town and they just built all these buildings and dived into all this like architecture that was very unique and was like just in this region and so now there's basically just this town that was basically like an art piece um just based on architecture and so the story is about kind of like just a lot of parallelism between like family and just it's very meditative um it's something you just dive into and you just sit there for like two hours and you just kind of breathe through it. I don't know. It's hard to describe, so but it, it really is more of an experience than just kind of like a film. So um, we cool. just very highly recommend it if you want something kind of calm to watch. Uh, probably don't watch it just before bed because you fall asleep, but <laughs> you can also use it for that too if you need to. So and what was it um, called again? So it's just Columbus. Columbus. Just the, that's okay. the title. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. And besides that, uh, Community got on to uh netflix now oh so yeah diving through that again this i've never laughed so hard at like a show before i mean <laughs> you can tell like it was made by who is you know dan Harmon, just like you know rick and morty's great too or yeah rick and morty but yeah. i mean that's an awesome show too but yeah just 
man, <laughs> such good writing. Have you ever watched Dan Harmon's um, Dungeons and Dragons YouTube channel or his Not... show on YouTube? I think I've or... watched it once or twice. It's I don't think it's on YouTube. I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't remember what he does it on, but it's so funny because they just play okay. Dungeons and Dragons and no one that's on it knows how to play Dungeons and Dragons except for the dungeon master. And yeah. any like scenario that they create in the game, they then animate. It's oh, so wow. funny. funny. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Right. It's great. Dan Harmon's great. He's so smart. I haven't, yeah. I haven't never seen a full episode of Community before in my life, but I know it came out like that was like during the peak of like those just absolutely massive like sitcoms with mm-hmm. the um with the uh you know uh community and and uh parks and rec and office and all that so um now that it's been added to uh the old the old netflix i'm definitely gonna give it a go um let's see uh brianna did you watch anything new this week she did we talked about it while you were gone <laughs> good i will let you know right. i watched bottle rocket and royal tenant bombs over the last couple of days for the first time or uh, I, so i've seen I've seen every Wes Anderson film except for those two until the last couple days. So it was the first time. And they were good. Great. I mean, I don't think Wes Anderson makes like a misstep. I genuinely enjoy everything he makes. See, I I consider myself a Wes Anderson, uh, a big Wes Anderson fan, but I haven't seen those either. I mean, The Bottle Rock was his first like major film, right? Yeah. So Um, he did it as a short film and then him and Owen Wilson adopted it to a feature mm -hmm. film. And it's just, it's so funny. I was saying to everybody else, like it, you can see that it's very much so when he was young because it doesn't have like the hallmarks of a Wes Anderson film, mm-hmm. but you can see like little pieces where he started to draw inspiration for next films. So okay. it's definitely like a little bit of a reckless Wes Anderson, but it's so funny and so endearing. And Owen Wilson's so funny. And yeah. Luke Wilson's just like so charming and cute. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a good one. It's so okay. funny. All right. Yeah. Definitely have to give that a watch. I, I I have those on my watch list in in quarantine, so I definitely need to check this out because I I've yeah. loved everything Wes Anderson's put out. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Grand Budapest. You know. The, He's uh, great. Everything. The list goes on. So I definitely need to check those out. Um, Jay, did you watch anything new this week you want to share? Or uh... I didn't. I didn't watch any films. Not that I recall. Um, been catching up on Community, but then I also watched the. I think it's an Amazon Prime original. Uh, Tales of the Loop. Well, I've been hearing mm. about that. Yeah, yeah. So I dove into that and quickly binged it. Um, it's like a sci-fi that takes place in a small town, and basically, it's it's this one organization or this one building or company that is causing all this bizarre uh, kind of sci-fi activity throughout the town, and you kind of see a story for multiple characters throughout the actual um, series. So it's 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 it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, can't, I it's. I don't even know if I'd call it suspenseful. It's not suspenseful at all. It's more of just, it makes you question what's going on throughout the entire series. It's not fast paced at all. It's rather slow, but yeah. I think that kind of helps build that, 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 that yeah. que- the question within yourself about what's going on. But that's pretty much it for me. Um. All right. Um. Well, I, I think I only watched one. I just want to, I just want to double check. Uh, the let's see oh yeah okay so i watched um it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood um with with tom hanks obviously um and i thought that was just a really 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 good movie uh it's very um very feel good and it's very like like 
you know, you get you get everything um, that you get everything that you want from like a Mr. Rogers biopic. You want to like obviously hear all these good things about him, um, but you also kind of want to see the other side of him off the cameras. And I feel like they tried to capture that like really well. Um, they didn't they didn't like go overboard on like. Well, there's there's really nothing wrong with Mr. Rogers. The guy is like a truly no. a saint. Um, but they didn't go like overboard on like this is just going to be hundred percent. I I want to show that Mr. There is Mr. Rogers didn't have a bad day in his life type of thing. And it's not like there was anything like super dark in there. There was it. Uh, but uh, it's just kind of cool to see like Mr. Like from this different point of view from what this article said. Um, that because this whole movie is based off an article written um um by this author who gets to know mr rogers over a period of time of doing this this think piece on him um and it's just really really good tom hanks portrays him really really well uh and and tom has just this, like incredible knack to really just disappear into a role he's one of those guys who doesn't like it's not like he changes how he looks much or anything for a role but he just so so it just kind of looks like tom hanks but he just disappears into that and you kind of forget that that it's him um, he's just so really, really good at that. Um, and the story is just, it's really well paced and, um, and, and you just see the impact that he had on so many different people, uh, on or off the camera. And uh, I, I can't recommend him enough. Now, um, I gave it a four and a half out of five. Um, cause I think it really is just a really, it's just like kind of one of those just perfect movies where you just enjoy it. You just sit back and enjoy it and you really don't have much to, it doesn't give you much to criticize cause it's just, it, it just so well paced and so well acted and the story so well told but the one thing uh that it does do is that in the movie itself it um there's some parts where it kind of comes off a little creepy and like I, I like i don't know like they obviously didn't intend it but like the way they did some of these slow shots like it just comes off a, like a little like a little creepy sometimes like there's this one shot where tom hanks is uh, his has the puppet character a hand puppet that comes up through this castle and there's a human on the other side talking to the puppet and he's doing the voice obviously off screen like any puppet on tv ever and but like he's like controlling this puppet doing this high-pitched voice and it's like slowly like panning in on him like doing this and it just seems like it's like it's almost like something out of like a psychological thriller it's like this man's losing his mind and it's like slowly yeah. starts panning in more on him like why is this why does this feels kind of creepy i don't like this this is i fully strange. agree with you max yeah <laughs> I, I was like there were some decisions they made there that i was just like this straight up feels like a psychological horror in parts like the part at the very beginning where they like where he opens the door he's opening the doors and the picture of the main characters in there and he's just kind of like like that right and he's just like has this horrified look on his face and <laughs> And, and Mr. Rogers just has him like on this board of pictures and it's almost like he's trapped his soul inside this picture and it just it was we were laughing at that because it was like it just kind of looked kind of bizarre I knew what they were going for like they were going for this movie is basically an episode of Mr. Rogers yeah. Neighborhood is what they were going for um but uh it, it just kind of came off a little strange but um it was uh, still though very very good movie um the creepy parts don't detract from it to me it just kind of like it just kind of made me laugh so i have no i have no issue with it but um yeah a uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood also i watched um 
I don't think I brought this up on the last podcast. I watched Impractical Jokers, the movie. Um, oof. Why? Why, Max? Oof. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm an Impractical Jokers fan. I will not, I will not, I, I will, I will stake that flag in the ground. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the boys. Right? Big fan of the boys. And, uh, they 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 have they're they're funny enough to put on the TV and everything, but I watched the movie. What's the runtime on that bad boy? Oh, God, not probably, long enough. <laughs> not, not, not long enough. Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding me? <laughs> I think it was like I think it was like an hour and thirty five minutes. But I think in my review I said if you're a fan of this movie, give it a shot. If you're not, don't watch this movie. Why would we don't? Like the the whole thing they do that's funny is like their pranks with like other people, and for some reason they did like. 30 minutes of pranks with other people and then like 50 minutes trying to tell this weird and practical joker story and i was just like oh this doesn't this feels this isn't good this isn't good at all um so that wasn't good um but yeah that's what i watched this week and that's what we all watch this week so i hope you guys uh, go give those flicks a shot if you haven't uh seen those before or uh, uh heard of those before just go ahead and give them a watch let us know what you think we'd love to hear from you um i watched some other movies i just remembered uh, too bad, Tim. We moved on from the segment, and uh, you had your we're time. Leaving you in the, we're leaving you in the dust. No, what you watch? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Lady Bird. I, I finally uh, watched that. Uh, I've been saying I've been wanting to watch it for the past two years. That movie is fantastic. Holy crap! Saoirse Ronan does a fin- phenomenal job. I teared up at the end. Um, okay. So the entire movie, I thought something bad was going to happen to the dad. Like something terrible was gonna happen, like he's gonna commit suicide or something. And thankfully he didn't, spoiler. Um, but that movie is very, very heartwarming. Um, especially how uh she reads those letters from her mom. That made me tear up a lot. But I'm not gonna go too deep into that one. The one I do wanna dive into is Ingrid Goes West. Has anyone seen that? Uh. So good. That is I very love good. Ingrid goes west. That w- I was so uncomfortable in that movie. <laughs> Just Aubrey Plaza did a great job portraying someone who is obsessed with social media and someone else. But I I had to stop halfway through, read how it ended before I'd continue on. But I mean the whole fact <laughs> that you know she goes from stalking that one person to Nice background, Max. Uh, stalking that one person to then moving all the way out to California to meet this other person, befriend them, and then essentially just kind of fake her personality to be friends with that person. The part where they're laying down and Elizabeth Olsen is sleeping and she's just taking pictures of them together. Eesh. That, that creeps me <laughs> out. Um, but, yeah. I mean, overall, it's a really, really good movie because it, it, it does... Mm. It could happen. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it happens with me, but, you know, there's times where I catch myself on my phone just mindlessly scrolling through and liking pictures. Um, and it, it's it's interesting. Cause it, it just shows you what the extremes of social media can kind of do to a person and how it really influences our lives now. Um, I loved that movie so much. I had to rush to Instagram to let everyone know how good it was and, and just – just really post about it and just and just get it out there. Did you really? How did you get me in the background of your room, dude? That's... Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> not sure. Yeah, it's um, not creepy. You seem pretty intense, man. Just green screen um, me back there, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, 
but yeah, Tim, Angry Goes West is actually that is a very good movie, and it's a good it's a good just um you know study on how that how mm-hmm. that can affect you, uh, and how yep. like shallow it also makes the like there's nothing wrong with like you know wanting to be on social media and stuff like that obviously there's nothing wrong with that but um it does show like how shallow some like influencers can come off where they're they really just very much are just there to um uh they they aren't even trying to show their real life they're just trying to show what people would like and right uh, exactly so it shows both sides the obsession of a fan and And the the obsession of someone who's running the account exactly which I thought it was interesting because her husband, I can't remember the actor's name, um, but they're talking about how she completely changed. And, you know, you see it in instances where they go to that one place in the desert and the guy that works there is taking all these pictures of them and she keeps asking for more and more. And then he like lays on the ground to get the perfect shot. But it's just, it, it, it is a good study on, you know, the psychological aspect of social media where, you have those two sides of the coin, the follower and the poster and how it ends up affecting both. Um, I don't, I still don't know if I liked it. It made me feel really uncomfortable in parts, just how real it got, but it is worth a watch. I'd say. Yeah. It's also free on Hulu. (laughs) Oh, Hey, (laughs) welcome doggo. A new guest. This is mute. Sorry. He just took the spotlight. But, what did you watch this week? Okay, I watched a water stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's Newt's voice. <laughs> oh my god, I have a voice for Obi too. So we and we all have voices for our dogs. <clears throat> watched the mom walk around the house <laughs> as his favorite show. <laughs> this is he watched cars go by. It's wonderful. What a cute dog. Um, I watched <clears throat> the cat. Nope. Go. Oh, you um, watched cats? <laughs> we have a cat. So he watches the cat and torments the cat and pushes the cat. He loves the cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, okay, well, moving on to our next uh, our next realm of topics here. There wasn't really much in the news to cover uh, this this week, so I didn't really have much to pull from. I didn't know if you guys had any topics you really wanted to discuss, but there is one thing I wanted to. There is there is a couple bigger ones that came out. One. Josh Trank's new film, uh, Capone, is coming out, which is starring Tom Hardy and heavy prosthetics and maybe a little bit of method acting there. He may have put on some weight. But I watched the trailer for this thing, and I actually thought this looked really, really good. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for this yet, um, but it basically is just breaking down the final chapter of Capone's life um, and uh, it, basically how that all went down. And it just looks, for me, it, it looked really well shot. Uh, the score in the trailer... I thought was really good and vibrant and made the film seem very interesting. Um, and personally, I can't wait for this thing. It's coming out on May. I want to say it was May 12th. I think is what they're saying. Saying, and it's going to go. They're doing a direct streaming launch, so they aren't uh, doing theaters until hopefully later in the year. They say, um, but it looks good. And you know, I have my reservations about Josh Trank. Uh, it sounds like he can kind of be a little bit of an asshole. Uh, to uh, co-stars and and uh, the people he works with, um, from from Fantastic Four to uh, to um, what was that superpower movie he had beforehand? Chronicle. Chronicle, which was good. That was a good mm-hmm. movie. Um, but you know, lots of 
and then he then he was going to do a star wars rogue one i believe and uh that fell through um and it seems like he brings a lot of drama and stuff into people's lives so uh, he's not the most well-liked person but uh i will say this film does look like it's a step in the right direction for his career and uh hopefully he's made changes in his life to be a better person um so yeah it looks good guys i don't know did you any of you see the trailer for this or look into this yeah i saw the trailer after you posted it um i dude i don't know what it is with tom hardy like the the the, it looks awesome like the movie in general like the voices he picks though for his characters like in the first time you watch like the trailer or whatever like the film like for venom too yeah. like i don't know like it grows he grows into it obviously but like just right off the bat it sounds it's strange like, i can't even like imitate it because i don't know yeah yeah this yeah. i mean bane was like obviously the best one he's ever done voice wise but yeah like yeah just venom and then this i know he's like really diving into it but yeah um, it was interesting yeah he um people said his venom voice when he played eddie brock and venom made him sound like a baby new yorker or something like I don't, that. I don't and know i just thought that cracked me up uh yeah. it was so spot on which venom by the way i actually quite enjoyed i enjoyed that more than i thought i would but, venom um, is like trash but it's also really enjoyable trash it, it is it is that part where he just like yoinks that lobster out of the tank and like starts <laughs> yeah. eating it was absolutely hilarious to me like i i just <laughs> i died laughing i thought that was so funny mostly because it was so bizarre i was like what am i watching this is not <clears throat> where i expected this to go at all but um <laughs> you're right it's one of those bad but like i would throw it on on a friday night uh kind of movie you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying the, the type of <laughs> that made it sound like oddly sexual. It's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'll Friday throw Venom on on a Friday night. You know throw it on, light a couple candles, set the mood. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> Good saying? Good to go. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll get a little Venom. Take that little boy out. <laughs> you know, a little Friday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, oh, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so wait, what, what, Venom, what Venom are you guys watching? Because I don't remember <laughs> feeling this way at all. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it's the Tom Hardy flick. Yeah, it's got a oh, not the one with Topher Grace. No, not that one. Not oh, that okay. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the most surprising thing about Venom is not even Tom Hardy. Like that seems like a very Tom Hardy choice, but like, what's her face? Michelle Megan? Williams. Michelle Williams being in there. I was like, man, they must have backed the Brinks truck up to Michelle Williams' house. Like, hey, you've been doing a lot of Oscar-worthy films. How about this shitty superhero movie? I it's read like, a great article about her and she did you know obviously all of her like oscar the independent films forever and now her daughter matilda she has Hugh ledger is 13 and she was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna do like big budget movies now and have fun and yeah, yeah. not really care what i do and i was like you get it michelle williams hey by, by all means so it seems she like she deserves a million oscars seems like she had fun yeah yeah I mean, she uh, literally she was like she was in all these oscar worthy movies and she's like all right listen let me pitch you this you're gonna be at the very end of this movie in this <laughs> gooey black suit and then you're gonna tongue tom hardy's character like <laughs> deep into his body and uh you know and then you're gonna the suit's gonna melt away and it's you what do you think so, sign me up where do oh, i pay me we'll put the name on the check i'm all for that <laughs> um so uh anyways venom <laughs> can't live with it can't live without it <sighs> what was that uh, capone was the capone uh <laughs> yeah, there you go. hey 
Back Tom to the right. Hardy, so speaking of weird flesh suits, Tom Hardy does kind of look a little strange in this one. It looks yeah. like um, it looks like he's a corpse. The makeup. It's a syphilis. Yeah, I don't know what they. Is that is that known? Is that, does Capone okay. have syphilis? Mm-hmm. That's how he died, I believe. He had syphilis that went untreated. Oh well. Yikes! My apologies to the syphilis yeah. community. What a uh, terrible way he to go. Looks, God, he he looks vibrant. Look <laughs> Someone screen share Capone. Someone screen share Capone's face up here. We gotta let's oh my like. Gosh. Wait, looks, Tom Hardy Capone or the I real think I, Capone? I think I can do this. We're Tom Hardy. Tom. Tom Hardy's Capone. Oh my God, he's like a nightmare. Oh my God. Okay, he's guys. Just, this okay. This live like background. The this right live, side of his face. Oh this live background, by the way, is so realistic to me that I forget that it's not <laughs> just my real room. And then I look and see someone behind me, and it scares the hell out of me. Like this happened before. <laughs> I was in a meeting, and this happened. It freaks me out. You're in a meeting oh. with a customer. Oh, God. Talk about this guy. Yikes. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my God. Uh, oh, we lost it. What is? Oh no, you lost it. What a is beautiful grace. This, gray this stripe. guy. Oh my God, there's so much <laughs> shit. Don't accept. Uh, why'd you accept? I accepted it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, look at, like, go to the one with the cigar. Yeah. Oh, God, it looks like looks like the penguin. Yeah. He looks like the penguin in Batman Returns. He looks like Danny DeVito's penguin. Yeah, he does. Look at him. Ugh. Oh my. Ugh. I don't like this. I don't like this one That's bit. Looking, dude. Take it away. Take uh, it away. God. Get it out of my how sight. Do I, how do I stop? How do I stop sharing in this freaking application? There's a red, There's button, a red the, button that says stop, stop share. Stop share at the top. Where? Where? At the top of your screen. <laughs> at the top. There we the go. Hey, I have never shared my screen on this thing ever. Hey, we're, we're learning tell. as we go. We're learning as we go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Capone, watch it because we're you're gonna be you're gonna be in your house, so might as well watch a movie that would almost be in the theaters. You could do that, or you could watch Trolls World Tour, one or the other. Uh, it's, you know, Trolls would have had me, but they didn't put out a bop like they did last time. Trolls won with Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Okay, certified banger my friends, and uh, they didn't put anything out like that for a world tour, which I'm a little disappointed by, but. Um, <clears throat> moving down the line, uh, let's go into our next topic. Guys, did you check out the Dune pictures? Did you see yeah. all those Dune things? Here's what I know about Dune. Absolutely nothing. Not a <laughs> thing. I know, actually, that's a lie. I know it was, it was also adapted before with Kyle MacLachlan. And yep. my, my boy, David my, Lynch. my boy, uh, uh, Agent Cooper and uh, David Lynch. Yep. Uh, frequent collaborators, co collaborators, uh, Kyle MacLachlan and David Lynch. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I know. I know it's a book. I know that that David Lynch movie basically had nothing to do with the book uh, in terms of like how it was made. Like it, it was virtually, it was almost completely different. Um, so yeah, take a look at these. It looks, it looks good. It looks interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know. What do y'all think of Dune? Anyone know I have anything? Some thoughts. Yes, thoughts. Go for okay. it. Okay, I've never read Dune, but here are my thoughts on it. The director, Denis Villeneuve. 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 Thank you. Villeneuve. He love Arrival. Love Arrival. I love yep. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. 
Yep. I think he's fantastic. I think Timothy Chalamet is like the best actor of his generation. I think he's fantastic. Yep. I think that he is matched up with some odd acting choices. Jason Momoa, who is Jason Momoa. Zendaya, <laughs> whom I adore, but Zendaya is pretty much Zendaya too. Yep. Like she's great, yep. but she's Zendaya. And then who else? Who else? Who else? There's somebody else in it that I'm thinking Josh of. Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac. Oscar um, Isaac. Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet are like the two incredible actors in it. Rebe- Rebecca Ferguson's good too. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It seems like you got a bunch of hot action stars to be mm. in a movie with Timmy Chalamet. Mm. And my only thought is, is it supposed to just be an action movie or is it supposed to be like a rival? Now, That's are my we, feeling on it. Now, are we saying Timothy Chalamet isn't hot or is he hot? No, he is definitely hot, but he's also okay. like like a bony, like 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 I like him hot. Yeah, but he's a have, bony like, boy. Jason Momoa, like, like, a, like CGI hot. You know what I'm saying? You got like call me by your name hot. Yes. That's my that's my hot. Okay. <laughs> I love gotcha. that hot. Gotcha. Then you have like CGI hot. It seems like a strange, it seems like a strange acting world in which Jason Momoa and Timothy Chalamet are in the same movie together. Gotcha. And I, yeah, I, agree. It could be, I feel like it could be really, really good, or I feel like it could be really, really bad. And I don't have I don't feel like it's gonna be in between. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> those are good points. Those are all good points. Uh, you know, he, Timothy Chalamet is hot, and uh, it's a great point. Uh, <laughs> the one point you got from all that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, more acting ability. Though, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, they um, they have. You're right. You're right. Oscar and Timothy have great uh, acting ability. I think Josh Brolin it, it has has yeah. definitely good acting chops. But um, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, and I uh, I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on this as well. But I was like. To me, I love, I mean, I, I really like that he's trying to tackle something that people have wanted to be done properly forever. But also, I'm like, man, they, are, they just went 100% all in on an all-star cast. They didn't, yeah. they didn't, ca- they didn't want to cast like a single no-namer in a main role, period, the end. Like Tyler yeah. Sheridan, Tyler Sheridan is in this too, and, and Dave Bautista, and and Stellan Skarsgård, it's like it's literally the hottest actors right now. Yeah, and, and it's, I mean, uh, Javier Bert, uh, Bardem. Yeah, I mean, and it's good, it's good, but I do worry though, like with with when something like when they cast literally that many A-listers, yeah, I do, I do get a little worried if I'm gonna be like, oh, it's literally a, just a cast it, it, to the point where it almost doesn't feel like a movie; it almost feels like it's a play. Where, where mm-hmm. it's like, it's just like these people are taking on these roles and they're going to act it out in front of you because there's just literally you recognize every single one of these people. Um, I could and- see it being like a 1917 where you have those big named actors with very minor roles. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're I mean, only in it for a few seconds. But yeah, that could be like, I think, I think uh, to, uh, to your point there, I think Zendaya. <laughs> Or Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya. Is probably going to be in this for maybe like I would almost imagine she's in it for like eight minutes. She just mm. I I feel like she's hardly going to be in this, but yeah, she's Hassan's. It's just like a list after a lister, and that's kind of where like you know I don't know. I, I that's what I love about Star Wars though is that it doesn't have like they really go for they try and cast the the unknowns and build them into these characters and people who obviously become you know mega superstars like John Boyega and Daisy Ridley and stuff like that. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see how I feel about how how I feel about Dune. I think because I'm not as connected to that story, it should be yeah. just fine. But it's gonna be interesting. 
Um, and I guess I shouldn't complain because like all of Wes Anderson's movies have a pretty good A-list cast in it. Yeah. The French Dispatch has like a, an extraordinarily talented cast as well um, with a bunch of A-listers. So yeah, that's true. It could Andy, be great. Andy, any thoughts on Dune? Yeah, I mean, kind of not like a counterpoint to that, but like, so I'm looking at the plot here, like, and I don't, I didn't know anything about this either before, basically tonight, because I, it looked awesome, but I wanted to actually know like what it was actually about. Um, but apparently, like, the whole plot is re like revolved around this spice apparently that is on the planet Dune, which is where they are, and it has like these properties that makes you like eternally young or like powerful or something like that. So I'm wondering, like, the fact that all these actors are like who they are. The fact that they're just whatever objectively attractive whatever i'm wondering if it's having something to do with the plot of they are involved with the huh. properties of that spice that's in the film or something like that but could be it is this weird universe where everyone is like somehow perfect it reminds me of like do you remember like the tron the movie like from the the remake busy did or whatever but everyone in that being like digitally like perfect or whatever like mm -hmm. that that version of perfection they were just like over the top like two kind of I don't know, good looking or whatever. It was just, right. it was just over. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it has something to do with that in this. But also, on top of that, like, just like, regardless of like if they're mainstream actors or A-listers, I feel like Jason Momoa is known for his reputation of acting just because of like most of the movies he's been in. Like, if you think of him as Aquaman, he's only ever going to be Aquaman. But I feel like he has potential to maybe be really deep yeah. as an actor. And like, if he's put in that position or given that opportunity yeah. and same with like zendaya too i feel like she could be really well like i haven't really seen anything she's been in i don't is she in who's what's the um she's apparently in a really good hbo show uh, yeah no that's euphoria that's i did not yeah. like that show but she is good that, in it. yeah i wasn't okay. a big fan of it either i watched one episode and had to stress me the fuck out yeah yeah it was pretty stressful <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but I, I feel like yeah if they're put if they're set up for success they probably will try to really dive into these roles and just yeah stretch their acting capacities and things like that yeah Absolutely. if they have the right director and he's a great director i think it'll be good but i just like i genuinely do feel like there's like a curse of getting a-list actors to be in a film like this where it can like be too many people almost mm -hmm. that are all mm -hmm. like these just huge stars right now so yeah. it'll be interesting to see for sure i mean yeah i think i think if you have a good director then I think it could be good. And obviously he's incredible. And Arrival was incredible. And 2049 was incredible. So who knows? Yeah. Also, we just stare at my favorite bag of bones boy, Timothy Chalamet, for a while. So <laughs> bony boy. He's a bony I boy. My um, friend, so. <laughs> um, Can't give that to Timothy. <laughs> uh, Tim, any thoughts on Dune? Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with. Uh, Brianna's sentiment there with that, you know, it may be um, too star-studded of a cast, but again, with um, Dennis Villeneuve, he's a fantastic director, and he did he did Sicario as well, right? Mm -hmm. So, so he had of all the movies, he has not had a bad movie, in my opinion. I mean, all of them have been fantastic, and so it may seem overloaded, but I, I trust what he's doing, and I think he'll be able to lead it in the right direction. Um, yeah, and I mean. One thing, you know, with Dave Bautista, he was only in Blade Runner 2049 for 30 seconds. So, you know, it could be small roles like that. Maybe Jason Momoa was only in it for a little bit um, just to be the brute that they need to get past or something. But um, I'm really excited for it. I, I think 
it's going to be a really, really exciting and good movie. So I'm looking anyone, forward. Yeah, if there's anyone I trust with like casting and, and direction and stuff like that, I mean, Villeneuve has proven yeah. to have an incredible track record. He's, so. he's my number two after Michael Bay. Yeah, he's he's. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a hundred percent. Only Michael I Bay could lead this. Least... Go ahead. Oh, at the very least, it's going to be a blast of a movie. Like, I yeah. don't think oh, it'll sure. not right. be fun. Like, yeah. it'll be an awesome world-building kind of film, mm-hmm. no matter what. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and two movies, too. They're splitting it. And oh, yeah, they're splitting two it in two parts. Yeah. 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 Four yeah. hours or five hours long, probably. That's... And apparently, that's true to the, like, the origins of the book. The book is in, like, one, it's one book, but it's in two parts. And originally, the author wanted it to be two books, but decided just to make it one whole thing. I, I, I think that's what Lord of the Rings was too. Is like all three books are in one book uh, type of thing. Um, it's like the Bible. I like the Bible, very much so. Exactly like the Bible. They wanted to uh, split it up into a bunch of books, but they were like, "Let's just do one." Let's just do a big epic <laughs> saga in one in one book, and and yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What a great comparison. Um, okay. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, Dune, it, it looks it looks good. So definitely be checking that out. Hopefully it's one of the few movies that I guess is going to be able to come out in 2020 in this godforsaken year. Um, okay, well, uh, I don't have any other topics really to discuss. Actually, hold on. I wanted to bring this up. Given the, the circumstances of everything that's going on with COVID-19 and the, and the virus and everything like that, I don't want to hang on this too much because we everyone talked about this enough as it is. But do you guys think that are, are you guys worried for movie theaters at all? Or do you think that this is just a temporary setback that eventually with time, everything's going to bounce back? I, I want to give my point of view of this too real quick is I think, yeah, right now there's like, it's obviously a lot of stuff's going on and uh, like AMC apparently is preparing to, to declare bankruptcy or file for bankruptcy. And um, I, I think, I think that, this is only i mean it's temp this is temporary in our lives but i think it's also gonna be temporary for these type of businesses and i think it just as soon as this gets over with people are going to want to go to the movies more than ever they're going to want to go back into the places they wanted to go to and theaters were doing just fine beforehand and maybe they're like missing out on some ticket sales to the directed video market and people waiting for rentals with the increase in ticket prices. But I think this is only going to do good things in the end of the day. Like there's going to, it's going to cause theaters to adjust and to accommodate uh, their guests better. Um, But also I think people are going to want to flock to the movies and start seeing movies again on the big screen as soon as it's obviously good to go. So um, it's just something interesting to think about. I I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this and what your thoughts were. If anyone had I feel any. like it I feel like it it's it is up to the streaming services because they're the ones that kind of control when media is released straight to the public these days I feel like so if like same for like Disney plus if they start releasing their movies straight to just the streaming service and bypass theaters theaters won't have a say in it and they won't be able to really survive either way right. so I mean if it's I feel like Disney's been holding out with that I mean I, I know there was something with Mulan and one other film where they were just going to release it, I think straight to Artemis Fowl, right? Service. Artemis Fowl, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, if they just start doing that with everything, I mean, and for Netflix and HBO and everything else too, I mean, I feel like that would just hurt theaters more than people going or not going to them to go see those films. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. I think it's I think it's either going to help theaters or it's going to absolutely kill them. 
because it's basically forcing streaming services and movie industry, the movie industry to having that direct to stream movie because they were they were timid of doing that before because they're going to be losing on profits. But right now, they're already losing on profits, so they need to make moves. And I think we'll be able to find out: is it successful? Will it be profitable with people being stuck at home and being stuck with streaming services, or will their initial fears be accurate and then them go back to the old ways? I think because AMC wasn't doing well so, before this happened. I'll go ahead and I'll I go ahead and chime in on that. Cause yeah, my, you're the uh, AMC guy. My, oh, yeah, my yeah, sister-in-law and I used to work. For, well, my sister-in-law still currently works for AMC, and I used to work for AMC. Um, so when they say that AMC wasn't doing well, that's not due to performance from ticket sales or anything like that. That's due to them reinvesting into their theaters to make the movie going experience better. Um. So with that, they did a lot of investment. I think it was, I can't remember. I think it was like five, was it billion dollars? They yeah, went, they, was, they invested yeah. to go upgrade their theaters to uh, upgrade that experience for their customers or their yeah. guests, I guess is what they call them. Um, so they weren't doing bad. So with that investment, it looks like they're doing bad in this current situation because they made that investment. They're paying rents on properties that aren't bringing people in and selling tickets. Um so, do I think it's going to kill the theaters? No. There's always going to be that movie-going experience. It's going to hurt them a lot. And like you said, they're about to file for bankruptcy. But that doesn't mean they're dead in the water. That means looking at a way to reorganize the company to make it successful in the future. Yeah. Um, and with theaters, like we think you guys are kind of talking about, hey, production companies could just bypass the theaters and go straight to digital. But in the long run, that's going to lose them money because you got people sharing accounts like me and my brother yeah. and my family. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're looking at you're looking at that. Um, so I think I think movie theaters are always going to be part of the bigger picture when it comes to films, and people enjoy that. Can you imagine seeing Star Wars midnight release on freaking digital? Yeah, yeah no. no, it's all about the experience. Yeah, yeah, um, and that and that so persists. The only yeah. the only thing is with this nowadays, like. People are going to start going back to theaters, but it's going to be—it's not going to be normal. It's going to be a new normal, I guess. Yeah. You ain't going to mm-hmm. have a theater packed full of yeah. 600 people. I think is what the highest one here in Kansas City or Olathe yeah. does. Going to be—they're going to be reserving that for maybe 300 to 50 cent, 50 percent capacity, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, at least yeah. for the time being, obviously until everything gets completely, yeah, totally under control and all. But yeah, it's—it's it's never going to go away in my mind. It's always going to be there. Yeah, 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 absolutely, and 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 that's that's how I feel about it too. Like I, I, the theater experience will always be there, and and yeah, AMC was doing the b- biggest bummer is AMC was doing really well with like the whole AMC A list and the membership to be mm-hmm. able to get on, um, you know, go see like basically as many movies as you wanted a month. It's like three movies a week. I mean, who's really seen more than three movies a week? That's and and uh, they were they were making their experience better and doing a whole variety of different things that um that that was just great um so it was a I mean, obviously it's a bummer for a lot of people across the country who, who that uh, are you know struggling from this but uh amc obviously with like how they're you know strategically spending their money uh, obviously it didn't account for something like this and how could you so uh, it'll come back it'll come roaring back i think um because that's gonna be something people are gonna want to do and just matter of time just matter of time so can I add yeah. something? Too? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that with uh, at least something that I've seen in my 
consumerism changes, consumer changes and choices, is that I've been focusing like any money that I do spend in local economy. And so like any food that I, well, I haven't really ordered out, but like any thing that I've ordered has been from local stores. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that this is a boom to local theaters here in yeah. town. And I hope that people are like taking like stimulus money and like putting it towards the local economy. And afterwards, I hope that people really continue to invest locally because I do feel like people have been trying to focus more on like ordering food from local places and supporting local businesses. So like Screenland and Armor, and places like uh i don't know like the um the glenwood arts theater in mm -hmm. kansas like those things should really be supported after something like this because they so they don't really need it they don't have the yeah, they don't have the such, millions to back them up yeah exactly and they're like such a part of the fabric of our community that i think it's really important to support them now like i know yeah. screenland armor has been doing like live watches of films mm -hmm. and they've been doing like uh script readings with people with some of my friends from the theater community so yeah. I think it's super important and super important to continue supporting them after this so that they can continue to do really great yeah. stuff because seeing a horror film at Screenland Armor is like so cool. It's such yeah. like an intimate experience. So now I've never yeah. I've never been to that theater either. I just know like it has right. a really good imprint, like you said, in our community. Um, I do support their patron that they opened up since that they closed the theater. Yeah. I, I support their patron um, because it's like, you know, I haven't been able to get there and I, I, I wish I could get there. Um, but I, I do want to support them because they're, they're, they're great. Important. They're important to the community. And I definitely want to see a film there at some point. And I would hate that if I drag my feet on seeing a film and now I can't anymore because of something like this. So uh, I, I, everyone, yeah, should definitely go out and check out uh, Screenland's uh, patron um, or Patreon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com, look them up. They would, I mean, even a dollar, a month yeah uh and and that that would be a big um big for them so um okay well that's gonna kind of wrap up any topics and news stories i had today did any of you guys have anything else we didn't cover today that you wanted to bring up before we move on i don't think so i think so all right um well okay well uh so today we have a couple special guests as you've known who if you're listening then you obviously have been hearing some new voices and if you're watching you obviously see couple of new people, uh, Brianna and um, <clears throat> Andrew Shepard. Um, and I kind of wanted to get to uh, dive into them a little bit here and, and get to know what they're doing and, and uh, how, how their lives are going and, and, you know, see what they're doing creatively. Uh, so Can first, I please dive into me? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, I knew someone was going to say that. I was like, I completely slipped up my words there. Why that sounds in, terrible. Buddy? We're going to dive into both of you right now simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> prepare yourselves uh <laughs> oh my god um um yes uh brianna you have a new yes. podcast a new mm -hmm. podcast called fem film am i saying mm -hmm. that right fem yep. film why don't you talk about that a little bit and what you what you're all doing over there at that podcast what you're focusing on and, and what you're putting your creative energy into there yeah so it is a podcast that i wanted to start for a while and i started it with my sister so um it is called fem film and we use the term fem too so that we can our goal is to talk about films made by women but also that includes like non-binary folk and um and transgender so anybody that kind of within like a minority group like that um we really want to talk about 
basically like the whole gist is like not by a white dude <laughs> is the goal um okay. or like a cis straight white dude so like we'll incorporate more groups as we go forward but um we want to be like as all-encompassing as we can especially towards like the femme identity so um anyways yeah we're just talking about movies that are made by women and just dissecting them that's really the whole goal is dissecting the film critiquing it talking about the things that we love about a film the things that we maybe don't love about the film and then um the effect that having a female director or um a director again that's not a dude has on the film like the effect that they have on the film so yeah just kind of like a critical analysis and do you have any episodes out now or any latest episodes So we have two episodes out. It is um, all over Wonder Woman by Patty Jenkins. So it's Wonder Woman part one and Wonder Woman part two, just because the first episode really goes into a lot of history about Wonder Woman, the character itself. Okay. And then the second part is more so about the film. So those are our first two. Recording is fine. <laughs> we're still like working out the kinks of recording together and we're having to record remotely right now too. So it's like, we're having to figure out how to do a podcast while sure. not being together, which makes it tougher. um but so those are the first two episodes and we had a ton of fun and my sister who is queer is bisexual she also had some really amazing takes that I can't offer like some Mm -hmm. opinions and some viewpoints that I just don't have the same experience for so Mm -hmm. it's great to have her on and then our next film that we're talking about is The Hitchhiker which was made in 1953 by Ida Lupino who was a great screenwriter and director of her time, which is really unheard of for women to be doing stuff like that at that time. Mm -hmm. So, or at least getting the credit for it. So it's like a suspense thriller that we're going to be talking about in the next few days together. And do you all do like a part one and two, or you wanted to do like a part one and two for every episode to kind of like do a history of the film and then like a discussion on it or. It honestly just depends because it's so like free flowing the way that we talk Mm -hmm. about the films that Wonder Woman just ended up being so much longer than we expected Mm -hmm. that we broke it up into two parts. The Hitchhiker, there will be some history with that one as well, just over Ida's history as a woman in the industry and also the history of the film just because it was a true story that got made into a film. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. It's like very free-flowing and we always want people to watch the movie beforehand and then uh, send us like questions that they have about the movie or comments that they had about the movie. Mm-hmm. And we had great comments sent in from friends of mine before our Wonder Woman episode that we got to talk about on air. So it's like very much so we want it to be molded by other people too. Again, because we want to be so all-encompassing and we don't ever want to speak for other people's uh, representation in a movie or opinion of of a movie. So as to like white women, we also want to hear from people that are not just white women and like what their experience of a film is, because it's so different depending on your background, how you're going to relate to a movie. So So it sounds like you guys are putting a lot of time and effort and care into the actual content of your podcast. See, we do things different over here uh, (laughs) at Cinemaxic. We we talk a lot about Kylo Ren hanging dong and um, pretty much anything else. (laughs) that we uh, could ever bring up. None of it makes any sense. And most of the time it's not coherent. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if uh, if Jordan wasn't here to put this thing together for us, uh, this would be hell on wheels. And that's exactly <laughs> uh, what I put it at. Um, curious then, do you like, do you like these films? Well, do you like the films that you're making your podcast on? Um, do you maybe not like them? Or are you also watching films that you haven't seen before that are by women directors and created by women and then giving your thoughts on them and kind of just being like, it's like, hey, I didn't like this or I did like this. Are these strictly films right now that you you just really enjoy? 
No, uh, we've never seen The Hitchhiker. So mm. it's just a film by um, that we knew was by a woman and it's a film noir, which is really interesting, uh, an interesting like genre of film. So truly it's just like, I have been researching women-made films and deciding what would be the most interesting to talk about. And I really want to do something very opposite of Wonder Woman. But yeah, I mean, it's really just like we're getting suggestions from people and researching ourselves. So mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, we both really loved and we felt like it was accessible for people because yeah. it is like a fun superhero film. And then we want to dive into some other stuff. And hopefully I do find stuff that I hate. That's like the <laughs> goal. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to just do movies where I'm like, women are amazing and we only make good movies. Because like right. the whole point of right. allowing women to finally do shit is that we can also fuck up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, sure. that's like the thing I don't want it to be like that women always have to be on this pedestal of like the moment we make a bad movie we've proven that we make bad shit it's like right. we've always made bad stuff and we can right, make right. good stuff too the whole point is just finally being able to be represented and yeah. I do feel like obviously since men really control the industry and men are calling the shots and making the movies that it's really important to bring light to all these incredible movies that women have made and then also be like, but sometimes we don't make good stuff too. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we'll see if we even like the hitchhiker, we might hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really cool. I think that's awesome that you're going in with, I mean, that's, I, I think that's brilliant. You're going in with like an open mind to with a lot of those type of like podcasts that maybe focus on just like a particular type of uh, genre or, or type of movie you do kind of get this vibe that maybe they're just going to go in there and you're not going to get any like objective viewpoints or anything like that. So I think it's really interesting that you're going to go into these blind and be like, you know, I did not like that, but here's some yeah. of the things I did like. Um, and no, it's really important. I think it's also really important. It's uh, really cool that you did highlight Wonder Woman one, as you said, it's accessible. That's going to be great for like first views on your podcast. Right. Um, but also it's, it definitely is a signifying mark probably um, you know, I'm not a woman, so I don't know, but I feel like it's a signifying mark for women in, in film, uh, that, that movie got made with Patty Jenkins as the director, yeah. one of the, like, probably the biggest budget female led directed movie in it was, years, yeah. if ever, right? So, ever. It, it was smashed. ever, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was great. It was great. People loved it. So, um, it was great for definitely that that happened and that's, that's excellent that you're, that you're covering these. Um, so that's really cool. Thank um, you. Um, for a lot of people that don't know, uh, Brianna, you go to the Sundance Film Festivals quite a lot. I don't know how many, quite a lot. I don't know how many Twice. times you've been. No, that's okay. Twice. That's, that's quite a lot, actually. That's quite, yeah. that's fair to say quite a lot. what some other people do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, and so you're a frequent goer of those. Now, I believe Sundance has been canceled this year, right? Mm -hmm. Or they already had it. They already had it. Okay. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. oh, that's right. And you're gonna get South by Southwest, probably. Everything. South by Southwest, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And there's also there's also an indie film festival coming up too. That uh, maybe I was thinking this was Sundance. There's an indie film festival coming up that does a big debut of a lot of films. But since it got canceled, they actually are moving it to Amazon, and Amazon's gonna let people watch these things for free. They're gonna let you watch all these indie films that are gonna go into theaters at some point, totally free, uh, like you would at the festival. Um, so the point I was bringing up there, and now this might not be fair because it's not Sundance, so you may not have looked looked into this, but is there any like female-led films that we should be on the lookout for or any that you are that you have your eye on that you're really excited about um, uh, coming up in the future? Probably Wonder Woman 2 is in there, I imagine. 
Um, yeah, what am I else? into? Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to the new Candyman movie that is produced by um by Jordan Peele, but it's directed mm. by um it's directed by ha, I can't think of her name right now. Um, <laughs> but it is directed by a woman, and I'm looking forward to that because I love horror films, and that movie as a kid like terrified me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Jordan Peele has done such a good job of like reclaiming horror films for a minority group saying mm-hmm. like, we're a part of this culture too. And we're not just the first person killed in a movie. And right. so now <laughs> he's also like giving the reins to, or I mean, I guess he's not giving the reins to a woman, but he's producing a movie that is made by a woman and producers obviously have a lot of control over that kind of yeah. stuff. So let's see. That's Nia DaCosta. Thank you. Thank you. She's wonderful. Nia DaCosta and the movie's gonna be great well hopefully it's gonna be great but that's one that I'm really looking forward to and I um aside from Babadook I can't think of uh a horror film right off the top of my head directed by a woman so I think it'll be fun to have yeah a film like that directed by a woman absolutely it's fun to break out of a genre Sure. So that's one, but honestly, aside from that, there's been so many movies canceled this year, or like moved right. away later, that I'm genuinely just not on like a track of even keeping watch on movies right now yeah. for the year. Sure, sure. Well, okay. Well, that's that's awesome. Uh, uh, where can we find your podcast? And do you do YouTube? Do you have a podcast like network you go to, or it's on everything now? So like Apple mm. Podcasts, Spotify, mm. whatever. We've been going through the app called Anchor right now, just because that's what they're we like easy. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, they're excellent. So we're yep. we're everywhere. So Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the big ones. Um, and yeah, it's just Fem Film, and we've got two episodes now so are y'all doing like weekly monthly or no time frame you're just like whenever we come up with genuinely no time frame so far we had one and then i was like next one will be up in a couple days and then it took like at least 10 days hey that's that that happens uh that happens that'll happen more than you know probably uh (laughs) uh, in the podcast world uh uh, yeah when you you don't have like real money it's really hard to be like (laughs) i would like to sit down for hours and edit for a while yeah yeah, Yeah. absolutely absolutely that's why we make jordan do it (laughs) that's why i do it all (laughs) uh we and, and you know quick shout out to jordan the guy is a killer he literally does so much for us uh Jordan, you're much appreciated. I just want to let you know. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that's <laughs> enough for you. <laughs> hey, man. It's good. It's good. I enjoyed my uh, time here. Um, and, uh, okay, and Brianna, um, uh, one thing I wanted to say, too, uh, something you could give out to your uh, the people who listen, if they download, I don't know if you know about this, but if they download the Anchor app, have you heard about the voice message feature that, that is on there? Oh, yes. I forgot Super about cool. that. Super cool super cool Explain uh definitely like I, I would definitely like recommend to like tag that in there either at the beginning or end of your podcast to do that because it's a lot of fun we've only had one person do it but man was it was that one time it happened well worth it it was it was wild <laughs> which you know andy has some explaining to do because he's an avid listener and he's just like he's just like fast forwarding through those parts he's like, yeah yeah i'll leave a message jackass <laughs> he's like uh, no, I'm just kidding. Andy, uh, of course, is our other guest here tonight. Andy and I go back a long time. I met Andy in my freshman year of college uh, when I first started up my brand, um, Mountain Movers Co. And Andy generously donated so much Slice of his time. Plug. And, yeah, plug. <laughs> uh, for the brand there. Uh, Andy generously donated so much of his time to help get the brand off the ground with like stellar videos 
and stellar photography that I never would have had access to, never even would have the ability to do it myself. Um, and he generously just, he did so much to, to help launch that. And uh, so we've been, we've been great friends and um, we went on a trip to Wyoming together. Uh, that was, that was, you know, one of the best trips I've ever had in my life. Uh, Grand Tetons National Park cannot go anywhere else i mean andy's been much more places than i've been but i have to imagine that's got to be in the top like five at least in terms of places just pure natural beauty um, oh, yeah. and andy and i went there and we ate so much pizza and it was amazing <laughs> we had literally oh God. pizza every meal every meal <laughs> and it was incredible it was just the greatest time uh, oh, man, uh, and uh, we pissed yeah. off tourists in Colorado by getting out of our car to take pictures of the bear eating cheese in a cabin. Um, that was that was another great thing. So uh, yeah. Andy and I have been uh, great friends for a long time. Um, and he just recently quit his job, his stable, his stable job for okay, the man. Okay, don't it gave up everything, his insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh uh uh, but no andy you know bravely gave up all of that to go on the nomad lifestyle living in a a glam van a beautiful beautiful van Uh, i sound like donald trump a beautiful van it's the best van you'll ever see Um, it is yeah it is and uh andy (laughs) let's let's dive into that man what is it like life in a van living anywhere you want to live how's it been for you these first few weeks uh yeah i mean the first few i mean so i've been in it full-time actually since uh december i moved into it december 1st um because that was when my lease was up in my apartment in seattle so i was pretty far back in my timeline i had to kind of rush and just throw all my stuff in there and donate whatever i couldn't fit in there and just yeah i've been in it for five months now and parking around the streets of seattle and then i was working at my full-time job up until about a month ago so i would just go home make dinner sleep in it go to work the next day come back do the same thing for about four months and then uh the plan when i originally bought it and started building it was to finish it so i could travel to wherever work was and eventually go back to freelance which is what i'm at now um that didn't really go plan because now i can't you know find work because no one can let you film anything these days so um yeah just kind of waiting till the whole distancing you know band kind of lifts up a little bit enough to where you can have gatherings of at least five to 10 people because that's when all my, you know, productions kind of take is just little groups of people to film commercials for brands or promo videos or things like that. So, but I mean, just lifestyle change in general, being mobile is amazing. I mean, being able to have all of my possessions with me wherever I go, if I need to go to a different city, eight hours away, live there for two weeks, I can do that. If I need to, you know, go somewhere else, be there for three days, I can do that too. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot to not take for granted and to, you know, really appreciate it. And I'm just kind of waiting until things get back to normal to really fully be able to appreciate it to its full potential again. Yeah, absolutely. And you're in Kansas right now, kind of hunkering down while all this is this is going on. Yep, I'm just in my family's house right now. Just came back because I was in Seattle for about two weeks after everything shut down, and just realized, you know, sitting around for six to eight weeks doing absolutely nothing not being able to go right. edit in coffee shops is right. like really not worth it so sure yeah yep and your, and your folks are lovely lovely people so absolutely oh, yeah yeah uh, that's that's great um um any like weird I, I got any weird stories that have happened yet in your van life like for me like my worst fear 
is when I'm in my, when, if I were like in a van or sleeping in a car, like my worst fear is like a stranger, like slowly tapping on the glass, just, mm-hmm. you know, just a slight <laughs> thump. And then you're just like, I'm definitely not opening that door. So now <laughs> I just have to wonder what the hell is outside my van. Um, yeah. Any weird slight thumping on the glass or uh, glass surroundings? Dude, you'd be surprised. Honestly, it's been a very boring experience as far as that goes so far. I mean, like there are the occasional, I mean, like Seattle objectively has like a larger, like homeless population than most other cities and like Portland does too. So there are a lot of people just walking by it at night, depending on where you're parked and you'll hear someone walk by or hear someone shouting across the street or something and look out. But I think honestly, in general, to most people, it's scarier to them than it is to me because, you know, with my windows and things like you can't, see who's inside there how many people are inside what they have inside so i'm much more of a threat to them than they are to me basically so yeah you burrow yourself in like a honey badger and if anyone were to come into your den you're ready to attack in any moment no Uh, just grab my keys and run away and drive (laughs) (laughs) do you have like any security system on that thing do you got brinks uh loaded up in there or or yeah just rely on the the old door lockies yeah don't just just these man that's all that's my only yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no 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 uh you got the <laughs> you got the door lock uh, you got like i have a little thing of you know pepper spray or whatever but like i yeah i don't trust myself enough with anything more than that to really defend myself with i mean like it's such close range to where if someone broke in they would be able to grab something as quickly as i would so like a gun. it's better to just yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the worst most dangerous thing possible yeah you, know no, you, should I, do? yeah you should set a booby trap every night before you go to bed that like if anyone were to open the door they were getting they're getting kevin just McAllister set up like two yeah two paint cans i do a string yeah tiniest string ever because they have to be able to swing without hitting the floor so like just about yay long and just boom right in the face yeah. And they wouldn't even think anything of it. Like, obviously, this guy's a painter. I, yeah. This is not a booby trap. Um, but, uh, you know. Um, or put some marbles, like, right at the door. So when they step oh in, they God. slip and then fall backwards. <laughs> and they're yeah. done. Or just have, yeah. like, the entire bottom of the truck lined with dynamite. And then you roll out the back and you just blow the whole thing. And just yeah. send it sky high. Um, I'll be honest, Andy. Watching your like put together videos too, like when you're doing the DIY, is some of the most entertaining freaking like Instagram content I've ever consumed. Just seeing you like day in and day out, just grinding away at it, and 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 you know, sawing wood and and doing things with nails, you know, all that carpentry <laughs> stuff. Just uh, just really getting after it. It was it was so much fun. What was the hardest part of of this van build out for you what was like the the biggest leap or the thing that you were just like man i just don't know if this is gonna work dude honestly i mean like it was there's i had to teach myself everything from electric to plumbing to basic carpentry like i knew absolutely nothing before jumping into any of this process and so are you serious yeah i mean how long did it take you to learn this was this just like over a year or did you just learn this like a month before you bought the dang thing i was like learning it as i was doing it i was like googling wow what is dc power ac power like as i'm like holding the wires in both hands like making sure i don't like set something on fire basically so Uh i mean thankfully there's like plenty of resources out there on like youtube and google in general but yeah i mean that's like the most rewarding thing is like have learning that so like now if something goes wrong if a fuse breaks or something won't turn on i know exactly like where the problem is how to Mm -hmm. fix it same with like plumbing or you know just carpentry so it's like 
that is definitely the most rewarding. And I want to carry those skills on to build, you know, like a tiny home someday or vans for other people. That would yeah. be the dream business would be converting other vans for other people now. But um, yeah, dude, yeah, just it, like there's yeah. good money in that. And I'm not saying this is a joke, but someone literally was on Shark Tank the other day with like this, like uh, they have a, I can't remember what the van company was called, but they buy old vans, they renovate them for rent and purchase. And they are doing like extraordinary well. And like, they do not, like their rental prices are not cheap. Like it is like, it, they look, will charge 250 a night for yeah. like a rental van. Um, that's like that, the glam van, I don't know what they call it, glamping or whatever. Um, so that's like a legitimate business. And the way you built out yours, man, seriously, for the first time ever doing that, it looks incredible. Thanks. No, I appreciate that. And like, I, I mean, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I had a vision of like what I wanted it to look like for the beginning. And then just, it's very bizarre to, think back before I had even put a piece of wood in it to like what it is now and I feel like I blacked out for four months because I don't know how I got to like yeah. have it be finished to what it is like I but I mean yeah just like I don't know it's just documenting the process I didn't do that as well as I should have it's ironic for me being a filmmaker videographer to not have filmed as many things as I probably right. should have but like right. yeah I'm your trying hands to full. do that yeah I mean it's it's bizarre you're trying to like you know focus on what you're supposed to be doing while also setting up a camera and making sure the angle is good at the same time and it's easier for like those couples that build out vans where one person can film while the other person builds yeah. and stuff like that but when you're doing it by yourself you just have to really focus and make sure you don't mess up something so that's what I'm trying to go back and do now with those YouTube videos is like film mm -hmm. just how-tos or like more yeah. detailed videos and I'm not a personality at all to be on video so it's no, it, awkward too but no i mean you're you're you'd be super informative i i mean you would have my subscription i mean i already subscribed to you anyways but like if you no. did something like that set like a separate channel or something i would subscribe right away i just find that super interesting um any uh different like things you're wanting to add to your van that you haven't done yet or are you going to do a cool paint job on the side like any cool stencil work like maybe a wolf howling at the moon or something like that Maybe when I'm like 80, I don't know. That's, a, don't that's a, <laughs> Put some shag yeah. carpet down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some flames, you know. I yeah. no, I yeah, I did the paint job. It was just a white van and oh, was like it really? That. Oh yeah, yeah. And I because it was just a plain, it didn't have windows or anything. It was just a plain work van. So definitely. Andy, do you that have pictures that you can share? Yeah, just uh there's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I forgot I can be screen sharing, I guess. Yeah, do, uh, do some screen share. Show those off. Let me see if I have an album. Like, desktop here i gotta ask um, with you moving away from a company and more into freelance well eventually yeah. into freelance with what's going on right now what camera are you shooting mm -hmm. on just a curiosity of mine yeah so i have a uh well, i've been through a lot i was using a sony a7s2 for a long time for video um and then recently switched to a gh5 panasonic okay um just because like the, it's incredible what they've done with the specs i mean like I don't know how much anyone because that's a micro four thirds, right? Yes, yeah. um, but it does ten bit internal, which for color and everything detail wise, it's incredible. So yeah. the quality is much better than Sony could be, even though the low light isn't. Um, I just got tired of Sony. Not it took them. I mean, they haven't announced a new camera in like five years. Like the yeah. one that would have replaced what I had. So yeah, I got tired of waiting for that, and I just decided to jump ship and go to Panasonic, basically. So um yeah i'm sharing a photo right now i'm trying to from my desktop that's the other bad thing i'm so bad at documenting anything photo wise like i just of the whole just everything because like i know what it looks like but i forget that other people don't and so yeah right i just <laughs> yeah okay so here 
Let's see. How do I? I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> hey, I did it too. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. iPhone. Oh, I can do iPhone versus AirPlay. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. So many possibilities. <laughs> Max, you you're a support agent. You can help him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Um, Zoom, come on, man. I yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm... <laughs> I'm letting you say. <laughs> oh my gosh, you do work for Zoom. I do. Right? Both of I'm them. Like, Both yeah. of them. I'm, Tim and Max. We're just letting Andy sing. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> like Dude, I have like eight windows open right now. <laughs> we're not throwing him a buoy at all. Like, sacred swim, Andy. Let's see how it does. It won't let me do it. Do you see? Like, if you go, to, if you're on your desktop, if you see the, do you see the share screen button? Yeah, no, I did. I pressed that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an eighty-year-old. Your moment to shine, like Max. Support right now. Andy, is your camera on? It says it won't let me do it until I quit Zoom. We'll let you. See. Oh, all right. Now, hold on. It's like good old turning on, turning Divest off. Divest from Zoom right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Max, you got to give us the secrets of this. Was this full conspiracy from you guys? I swear, the <laughs> product I've heard for the past like four weeks. That's the thing. Like, if anybody started this virus, yeah, <laughs> then we have no, we have no idea. We're just as shocked as everyone else. Like we literally like have. Like, it, I've this heard. Is, this is probably one of the most baffling things I've ever been a part of because like <laughs> Zoom is still a, like in terms of employees, it's a relatively smaller company still. It's not like we have like massive amounts of employees, and then this happened, and then everyone's like, you know. Every other thing you guys have ever used before for video chat, forget it. You're going to Zoom. And like, we're just Seriously. like, uh, we use Zoom for business meetings and stuff. And now people are using it like they use Skype back in the day. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's, right, it's cool. Someone said, Well, Skype, it's such a better interface than FaceTime. It, it is. FaceTime with yeah. a group is absolutely Agreed. terrible. Yeah, it's like yeah. a bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People. <laughs> Why people, would it, I yeah. want loading heads? Someone said on Twitter the other day, it's like Skype literally blew as like an eight one lead. And I was like, they really did. Like we just like, <laughs> boom, we're now the number one video chat for business and just like people wanting to hang out. So. Max and Tim, I'm sorry to say this, but I still use Teams. Hey, go for it. Go for uh, it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. I, it's just. Dude, look how my face gets so red in these headphones, man. Like I just get so warm. Max, you always have such red cheeks. I know. It's just like I'm a rosy boy. It's just there's nothing there's nothing about it. It's just nothing I can do. Um, uh, I need to speak to my dermatologist or something. I don't know. Um, uh, I'm getting there. Any any other? You're good. You're you do it. I'm, I'm on the eighth verification page here. Hold on. The eighth <laughs> verification page. Hey, that's Promos. security for you. Security. It's, yeah. <laughs> While we're waiting for this, I hear Zoom's great at security. We are. We're, it's stellar. They're getting there. Stellar. Top of the it's line. It's a process. Tim, Tim, uh, Tim and, and and well, actually, anyone who has questions for Andy, uh, just think of any questions you have for his van life while he's bringing these up. Yeah, so I asked, I asked what camera you're using because I'm interested, and I, I do like consumer level fucking personal shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> what what inspired you to move to the van life from a cozy apartment in Seattle? Dude, ironically, it was the fact. I mean, I just hated being tied to rent as privileged as that sounds but like it just like i did not like investing in something well i wasn't investing in something you're paying a, you know a fee every month to not be investing in something and especially for seattle i mean it's very expensive i mean just to live there and 
not even close to the city. And I, I, so yeah, didn't like being tied to a spot with financials, you know, just that way, but also physically being like tied to a spot. I wanted to be able to travel to wherever work was, or just go to a place, you know, eight hours away and be able to like comfortably live there for a couple weeks if I wanted to. Um, so, I mean, yeah, having, you know, your kitchen, bathroom, shower, living room with you, wherever you go is just very, it's a high, very big pro. I feel like compared to having to go and like car camp or use a tent or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And just the challenge. I really like, you know, just building things with my hands and like working on projects and whether it's like rebuilding a motorcycle or doing something like that. I feel like I have to use my hands to do stuff because otherwise it's, I just get kind of stagnant. So nice. Holy shit. Okay. There's a screen share. Wait, wait, this is, this This is is YouTube. Hold on. I didn't want (laughs) to. Wait, there's only two people watching right now, including us right now. I think so. I think it's just, Oh, here we go. There we go. Oh, that's the, that's one inside of it. Um, so wait, you can't That's see my so mouse. Pretty. <laughs> but yeah, basically it's the shower on the right, which also doubles as the bathroom. There's a compost toilet. Uh, the kitchen is around the corner there from it. And then that table pushes down and that becomes my bed, basically, which is what those cushions go on top of. Um, so yeah, that's like when it's completely opened up and yeah, there's some cabinets up top. There's a skylight in the back. Uh, seeing if I can upload this different image here too. Um, yeah, it's, you know, nice and, I mean, the fisheye definitely makes it look pretty big, but it is decent amount of space. You can fit, I've had like five people in there comfortably just singing, hanging out. Nice. All this and you, awesome. And, and where does the bed come from? Like this table drops down and then the bed pops up or something? Uh, the, the table no, drops so down the, to form so the, the bed. Then he pushes yeah, the cushions yep. into the middle. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It bridges that gap there. That's yep. awesome. And you built all this yourself? Yeah. Yep. It was just, yeah, just imagine a completely shelled out (laughs) metal van and just nothing. That's great. Yeah, man. Looks awesome. Really well done. Yeah, that is awesome. Also, the wood is beautiful. It makes it so open. Yeah, thank you. No, that's definitely picking a lighter color, lighter than not, because some people pick like really dark you know i don't know oak or whatever and like it just mm-hmm. makes it look very claustrophobic and like a cave almost is so. that what is it is it cedar or is it maple uh or? it's i believe it's pine um was just I truly like i have no idea about wood but it yeah. seems like it would smell good <laughs> yeah no it was just yeah normal and it was it was um just take, they call it tongue and groove um and it's sold in like batches at home depot so you basically snap it together like a puzzle piece um and it just stays together that way so yeah very cool that's awesome. Home. Very cool. Very cool, Annie. Awesome. Okay, I'm gonna back well, that was like super, here. that was super informative. Both of you were like really informative and that was a lot of fun. That was a good, uh, good informative Thank interview. You. Um, well, <clears throat> let's go ahead in this, uh, uh, Andy, whenever you're ready, by the way, if you need, because so I won't let you yes. sing this time. There's a red, <laughs> there's a red, there's a red stop oh, share go. button. Right, there okay. you go. <clears throat> um, moving on to the final part of the podcast here. Uh, I did ask for some people to submit some questions. Do have any, do you have any questions? Uh, for us to answer and uh, we did get some so I thought we'd go ahead and just uh, run through those real quick um let's see uh, Elliot asks uh, for Andy how do you afford living in a van how did how did you prepare to afford to live in a van Andy 
I mean, yeah. So basically all the money that, I mean, I was working a full-time job while I was building it out. So my salary was going towards that, but also now all the rent that I'm not paying for. Um, I mean, I, my, it's only a $300 payment on the car every month. So I'm just financing it. And then whatever the build cost, it was probably around $15,000 to build. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it right now. So it's basically $600 saved every month that I'm not using on rent. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um, L train lane ass. Uh, what have we been watching during quarantine? Uh, for, for me, I think we I mean, basically covered that at the top of what we've, what we've been watching. Uh, I've been watching, yeah, let's just not even talk about movies, but watching a lot of guys' grocery games. I've been watching a lot of... Uh, um, what is... Yeah, what the fuck what is that? What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> like, guys groceries? Guys, you, guys you guys don't watch Triple G? You said that like we were supposed to know what. <laughs> Triple G, man. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's guys' grocery games, and it is Guy Fieri. And uh, oh, okay, so how do you say his name? Fieri, it's Fieri, right? It's, I thought it was no, Fieri. It's Fieri, it's an R. I think you've, dude, you've always said that too. I it's think. Fieri, it's, it's, no, so it's like not. Italian about it. Fieri. It's Fieri, no, you trying to roll the R, <laughs> you know, it's Guy Fieri. Um, that's how I would say it. that's how I'd say it. You no. also kept saying patron earlier when you were trying to say I know. Patreon. <laughs> Uh, patronize me guy i i uh don't know what's gotten into me i just cannot speak tonight i uh it's 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 off the rails uh but um i've watched a lot of triple g that's basically what it is is guy has built this monolith of a grocery store in somewhere in southern california in an undisclosed location and he he summons three chefs four chefs from across the country to come to his grocery store and compete store grocery store and compete and a battle of 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 debauchery max on strokes system shutting down right now and uh and and, uh basically guys like guys like i want you to make me that's my guy fieri impersonation i want you to make me a pig sandwich and then they're like they're like, all right, I know how to make stuff with pig. And then they're, and then he's like, hold on, but you can only get food from the frozen food aisle. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck. And it's just, and it's like the, and it's, and then they have to go figure out how to make a pig sandwich with only food from the frozen food aisle. And they're like, oh, Guy Fieri, you crazy guy. <laughs> And and a guy always does a countdown to when people can go start shopping, but he never just says three, two, one. No, guy always has to mix it into his sentence. He's like, "You guys can make me three pig sandwiches, or two, or you can make me one pig sandwich, but you, you know, just whatever you do, you go ahead and make me one." And then they're like, "Everyone's like, oh, do, do, am I supposed to go?" And it, you know, it's guy is actually counting down. He was counting down all along. He was hiding it in the words. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's sad, but that's great. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of guys' grocery games has been going on. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Cheers. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch Cheers. that. It's great. It's so, it's great. I love it. I was gonna say it's timeless. There are definitely some problematic things said in it, but it's timeless. Sure, a little I bit. Love sure. it. It's the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's that you know so that's what, I've been looking for good old eighties entertainment lately. Cheers is the one. It's yeah. so good. Ted Danson's just he's timeless and just consistently good. It's great. You gotta watch it. 
Is it Woody Harrelson in that for a period of time? Oh, yes. yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Forgot so I had funny. the uh, forgot I had the Shia LaBeouf background again, and thought someone was standing behind me for the fourth time on this uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so guys, grocery games. Cheers, Jordan, Tim, Andy. What what you guys been watching just in general? Triple G, yeah. triple just triple D diners, drive-ins, and dives. No, Dude, freaking Bon Appetit YouTube, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. My boy Brad Leone. Dude, they're crushing the game. It's nuts. They're, they're great. Even their at-home content has not dropped off. It's at been all. great. It's, just, it's still great. I've been watching yeah. a lot of Parks and Rec. No. Been, been good. Feel good. Yeah, I've really yes. branched out. Probably like the fifth time going through it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, there's, there's a, you got a lot of free time on your hands. A lot of things to watch. That's for sure. Um, L Train Lane also asks, "Are we all stoked for the new Dune?" And uh, I think no. we I think we pretty much covered that. But yeah, I, I am. I mean, why not? It's- I'll say it that our boy Danger Rush is not. He doesn't feel like uh, Timothy Chalamet can fucking pull his weight in any physical film. <laughs> oh. Guys, I have to go. Newt chewed up a shoe. Thank you oh, for having man. me. Oh, here. all I right. Just- bought it oh no oh, oh no all right well no. <laughs> brianna no. thank you so much for joining us uh everyone go so subscribe much. to femme film and uh brianna we'll be talking to you soon you coming on twice every like a year is not enough we'll be sure to have you on more okay thank you all right, all right. i'll talk to you guys later all right sounds good, good. all right bye bye um so yeah, uh, we're I think we're all excited for Dune. Tanner apparently is not the host who's usually here, who's not here now. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Any other questions here? I know Andy. I know you had on your uh, Instagram some people submitted some questions to you. Um, let's see. Maybe if I can bring up some of these that maybe maybe uh, read off. <laughs> oh, by uh, uh, Joel asked. Joel asked on uh, our our Facebook. Um, I don't think he understands that you have a working bathroom in your van. Um, yeah. So I, I think he might have thought when I said van, he literally thought you were homeless and not actually living in a nice van. <laughs> I mean, but, I am. That's a, that's a technical <laughs> term. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, so what happens like in the middle of the night when he has to really go, you know, you wake up with your stomach rumbling. What do you do? And I'm like, I probably goes and uses the bathroom. Pop out the Gatorade bottle, man. What do you do? <laughs> Pop out the Gatorade bottle, and then if you need anything yeah. else, then you have the the, the bucket, and that's yep. <laughs> that's, that's there for. Uh, yeah. uh, here's here's one from your Instagram post. Uh, Chris T Barnes, Chris underscore T Barnes asks, "What do you cook in there?" I don't know, really. That's very a uh, vague question, but yeah, what do you cook? Yeah, so far, I mean, I mean, I've got that induction stovetop, and then like a little tiny George Foreman grill. So I've been making like tuna melts burritos burgers uh you know brats noodles spaghetti i mean like pretty much everything you could think of i've made in there so far so yeah um i'm laughing at my cooking skills okay no no no, that's it that's good that's hey that's that's excellent i commend you for cooking in there that's great um i'm just laughing at this next one cat.niu what happens when you crash do all your belongings fall out of the cabinets i've always wondered I would have, I mean, no, I could yeah, probably I answer that. for Andy. Yeah, I, I'm assuming some of his belongings are out of the cabinets. Uh, unless yeah. he just no, locks those bad boys down to security, which he might. I don't know. Maybe you didn't. 
yeah no luckily like the only thing i mean like the bumpiest of roads have barely knocked out anything so far i was i made sure to put like little lips on the ends of like every cabinet so it would mm -hmm. nothing would fall out if the door opened on him but yeah been fortunate so far knock on all of my wood in my van basically just uh, nothing happened <laughs> and uh hi underscore amelia ask any weird stories about stealth parking yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it was like kind of ties into what you're asking too of like if it's ever awkward or sketchy of like parking. Um, I, yeah, sir, it's bizarre. Like you would have thought by now, five months into it, that I would have at least one, you know, bad encounter or something. Or, but I mean, it's just really been pleasantly boring that, you know, no one's done anything to the van so far. So just hoping it stays that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, well, that does it for a Q&A. That's, that's what we got submitted in. Thank you guys so much for those questions. And thanks, Andy's uh, followers, for submitting those on his uh, Instagram story. Um, and I guess that's pretty much, pretty much going to do it for today. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for watching, uh, all five of you who did. I mean, that's, that's, that's more than I thought, honestly. You know, we're a growing podcast. And as soon as I put some effort into the marketing of this, uh, hopefully we can get even more and more. Uh, that's, that's the whole point of a podcast and running a YouTube channel. Uh, I suppose. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Andy, where can the people find you uh, for your social media, for your YouTube videos, um, and for maybe hiring you out for any sort of creative work? Yeah, no, it's just lostboxcreative.com uh, for that and on Instagram. And then for YouTube, it's Sparty Pants is my, that's my new one Sparty? that I tried. Sparty Pants? Sparty, Sparty, oh. S-V-A-R-T-Y. Oh, uh, Sparty Pants. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah uh it's a play on words for the motorcycle i had um but yeah it's it's just doing van videos there moto vlogs just filming while, while i ride around the city or things like that so but yeah that's, that, that's about it awesome all right well uh as always i'm your host max lena at max Fozzie. thank you guys so much for joining us for my co-host tim reichman at timdress and for our producer slash producer himself jay katz on the ones and twos, Andy, will be sure to have you back on the show again soon. Uh, you're a welcomed addition anytime, and it was a pleasure catching up with you. Um, you guys can subscribe to us at Cinemaxic Pod on Twitter, Cinemaxic on Instagram. Actually, Cinemaxic Pod on Instagram, Cinemaxic on Twitter. And uh, you can also find us now on YouTube. Uh, Jordan, what's our YouTube link? Is it Holy YouTube? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. It's not ready for that. I think it's just you can subscribe to us at Cinemaxic on YouTube. Yeah, it should just be Cinemaxic on YouTube. You can subscribe to us Cinemaxic on YouTube. A lot more content coming there. Uh, you know, hopefully when we're out of quarantine, even more. But uh, for right now, we'll be doing a lot of these live streams, and you'll be able to find content there. Um, and we'll be doing these. So I uh, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to uh, like and subscribe our podcast. Share this with any of your friends, family, movie lovers. We'd love to have you on. And as always, watch on. Bye-bye.